your up. No, don't like that. <laughs> <laughs>
as Sutton. And she was like, oh, well, you're dating? Like, why Why are you dating before I am? Because mm-hmm. Sutton has a nice personality and she's not <sighs> so bitchy. Yeah. I was like, Erica, how dare you? Who did you think had the least impressive dress? Uh, I mean, Crystal's was boring. It just so seemed like boring. a whatever dress. Who was her dress. stylist? I don't know. I just think she likes a very traditional, no frills kind of a look. So that's fine. Yeah, I just don't think that she's like a loud dresser out of all of them. I don't think that was impressive. And then also Kyle's dress. I'm sure <sighs> it would probably had a good price tag on it, but it just seemed like a... I loved it so much. I like it too. It was just like um, a short mini black dress with white polka dots and then an interesting decolletage yeah. area. I mean, Sutton's dress, I'm looking at it now, it kind of looks like a little prom, like homecoming dress. Well, I think all of the dresses can go that way if you really... Like, Erica's dress looks like a prom dress from the 80s. You are so right about that. Yeah. uh, That dress is ugly. The way the the sash hits her, I feel like is every fashion faux pas where it's like, you wouldn't want to draw attention to that specific area. Yeah. I mean, Erica, if you're listening, go back to episode (laughs) number three when we talk about fashion trends. Come on. Get with it. Get with it. Uh, Lisa Renna, I just can't with her. No, I keep seeing memes of her compared to Randall from Monsters, Inc. Look up Randall. <laughs> and, well, actually just look up Lisa Renna, <laughs> Randall. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Isn't that her? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, so it should be interesting once they get into all of the Heck yeah. spicy stuff with... Uh, Erica. Yeah, we're like on part one, so I just knew it was going to be all the boring little fights that they had to take over, and I was like, oh, I can't wait for the next few weeks. I can't either. It's going to be good. I'll just drive off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) You drove off a cliff. (laughs) You drove off a cliff. Oh my god, that was good. She's too much. I also loved it when Andy, they were doing like the preview of what's to come and Andy's asking her a question and like she kind of gets her stories confused Mm -hmm. and then she like looks away. It's like she just always has that stone. Oh, I can't. She's, she's crazy. She's not crazy, but she is definitely calculated. Yeah. In every, I mean, she's been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. It's been multiple times where she's done that thing where she just looks away and like composes what she's about to say. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) That's going to last two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Um, All right. Enough about that. Yes. Also, um, should we give an update on like the winners? Like the packages are gonna be going out soon packages are going out today so thank you to everybody that it was involved and participated in our giveaway our winners were at lisa hersey at jess marie castillo castillo maybe um at wild by nature 757 at creature feature 90 and at some crafty chick oh awesome yeah so stay, stay, be on the lookout because you'll get a yeah. little package. Keep your peepers open. And there's some little mystery oh. treats in there. So the little mystery fun bag things in there are from our summer, summer, summertime episode where we go over 90s things. Mm-hmm. So can't wait for you guys to get those. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys. So now time to get into Scream. Mm. Is this your favorite movie? Your favorite horror movie? Not my 
favorite, but it's okay. like it would be in my top ten. What? A- mm-hmm. What about you? No. No. Okay. So, what is you? What's your favorite subgenre of horror? I like it when there's like a psychological mm-hmm. element to it, and or paranormal. Like, I really like Silence of the Lambs, The Shining. Hereditary. I don't know. I like it when there's a I'm going mad Mm -hmm. element to it. Okay. This is just, and I get this is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like tongue in cheek and like a little campy. And yeah, like I completely understand that that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so I do appreciate it for that. And I do appreciate it for being like meta and like bringing in the the tropes of horror mm-hmm. and stuff to it but it's just not my type of a horror movie I'm not uh-huh. a huge slasher well, person right. yeah do you like any slashers I do like the original Halloween mm-hmm. I like I feel like the original Jason I mean what other slashers are there so there's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre would be considered a slasher uh, I do like Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, so good see but I think what I like is I like the backstory. So it's like, I really like that because there's the whole family mm-hmm. and like, there's more to it. Yep. And that's why I like Halloween and Jason. I don't like, maybe I don't like Wes Craven films because I really don't like um, Freddy Krueger Freddy mm-hmm. either. Yeah. I like like um, dark humor in it. Yeah. But not like the punchlines. Okay. You don't like it to be so cheesy. Yeah. Like I couldn't, unfortunately, I couldn't get through like the new Fear Street movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm leaving. <laughs> no! <laughs> okay, so do you remember when you first saw Scream? Like, back mm-hmm. then? Yeah. Because what? It came out in 1996? Yeah, I feel like I saw it maybe in 97 or 98. Like, you rented the VHS, yeah. I'm assuming? Yep. Who did you watch it with? Um, I watched it with my upstairs neighbor, Marilyn. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Shout out to you, Marilyn. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> This um, month keeps getting spookier on Let's Not. Let's not give shout outs to people who have passed away. Who have passed away. Um, no, I used to watch a lot of horror movies with her because we would just, it was the most convenient sleepover ever because oh, I would just sleep awesome. upstairs or she would sleep downstairs, you know? Yeah. But I was more of a I know what you did last summer type of a 90s. Oh my God. I, horror. I love I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Um. Real quick, let me just give the little plot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Listening, so Scream is from 1996, directed by Wes Craven. R.I.P. He unfortunately passed away a few years ago from brain cancer. Oh, yeah, it's really sad. Yeah. Um. So the plot of Scream is pretty simple. We have a masked knife maniac who's busy stalking the students of high school, killing them off one by one. Mm Hmm. And then also we get like the throwbacks to the horror genre. We get some rules, Randy's rules of how Mm -hmm. not to die in a horror movie, which is fun. Um, We have starring Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Matthew Lillard, Skeet Ulrich. Really? Oh my God. Uh. Okay. (laughs) And then also Drew Barrymore, which unfortunately she gets... Killed immediately. Immediately. It was a stacked cast. Yeah. Everyone was somebody. Yep. It was good. Because also, um, Rose McGowan. Yes, Rose McGowan. How can I forget beautiful Rose McGowan? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, fucking... Jamie Kennedy? No, 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 not Jamie Kennedy. The principal. Oh, what is it? 
Henry Winkler? Yes, Henry yeah. Winkler. He actually wasn't credited in the... What? Because he wanted, like, the young stars to get all of the mm-hmm. attention. Yeah, he's sweet. He was so good, but I have to say immediately, because we just rewatched it, because I watched it that one time back in 98, and I don't think I've ever seen it again. I've seen, like, little clips here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they call Sydney to the principal's office to, like, talk to the cops or whatever, there's a minute where he just cups her chin. <laughs> Which is so weird and awkward, and I was just like, that's weird. And then in the very next scene, he's, like, over the announcements, and he's like, this is your principal talking. I love you all very much. And I was just like, what is happening? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you little creep. I love it. Yeah, it's like, is he just, was that character just to be sweet to the students, or was it, like, creepy? Like, sometimes teachers can be I don't know. I just think he took the character in a weird way. Yeah. It was funny. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So when you saw it when you were younger, were you afraid of it? No. no. Really? No. I just, I don't find Ghostface himself, like the costume scary. Mm-hmm. I actually find the costume really silly looking. Yeah. Like the little peaks of the cape and stuff. There And also... I like the fact that they're able to avoid him and, like, fight him off every now and then. But it's – it almost is scary movie. It's like he's like, oh. Yeah. And it's just – it's a little too goofy. <laughs> I just wasn't ever scared by it. Aw. I'm sorry. Space. It's okay. <laughs> well, when I first saw Scream, like, I just remember it so vividly. Mm. Uh, and if you guys have heard this story before, I apologize. But so I had a friend. It was, like, in – I was in elementary school. And she had, like, a bunch of dogs. Mm-hmm. And they lived down the street from us. They were going somewhere. And I would just always go to their house. And they're like, oh, maybe Sam is old enough to dog sit while we're away for the weekend or whatever. Okay. So my mom's like, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem because, like, it's literally down the street. And back then, times were different. Mm-hmm. So I stayed the weekend at their house with, like, all of these big dogs. It was so much fun. And it was when pay-per-view was, like, a new thing. And so I remember it was, like, nighttime. And I was like, oh, I want to watch, like, a scary movie. And I had never seen it, of course, but I knew what it was about. And so I remember, like, scrolling through the pay-per-view and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to order Scream. I'm going to do it. So I remember, like, turning all the the lights on because I was You're sick. I turned them on. Oh, oh, sorry. No, not off. No. I was like, you're already sick, but now you're just depraved. (laughs) I could see how you would think I turned them off. No, I turned them on because I was like, I really want to watch this movie but I'm so scared yeah so I watched Scream on pay-per-view and I just like immediately fell in love with it I like became obsessed with it Michelle I was like oh my god it's so scary it's creepy just like the in the soundtrack is honestly like amazing I think it's not special or anything but it's just like no uh, all of the songs are so fun I didn't realize that Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds was like featured twice in it it was um it was like in two different parts or whatever Mm -hmm. but as soon as it came on like all the blood rushed to my vagina because it's also the theme song for Peaky Blinders so like my body was getting prepared to watch an episode of Peaky Blinders oh really which is so sexy it is Uh, have you told me Yes, I tell you about it all the time. Really? Yeah. It is my softcore porn that's not Your porn. Boner yeah. But yeah, so that song came on a few times and I was just like, oh, getting a little hot, are yeah. you? Okay. Porn dog. 
Horn dog. <laughs> horn dog. <laughs> horn dog. Feeling horny. Um, but I also love that song. Yeah. Uh, so I was obsessed with it. So I was like, that was so fun. I want to watch it again. And I'm like, will I get in trouble if I order it again? And I You're just ragging up these people's bill? Yeah, I did. And I'm not <laughs> kidding you, Michelle. I ordered it like six or seven times. Like I oh, watched shit. it over and over and over until like the sun started coming up the following morning. Yeah. What's I was, wrong with you? I don't know. I just like I loved Sorry. <laughs> I loved like Sydney. I thought she was so cool and I like was in love with Tatum. I was like, she is like such mm. a cute, cool yeah. girl, and I loved her style and just like her sarcasm and like her little wit I just loved it and just like some of the kill scenes were so haunting like when Tatum goes up into the when she's stuck in the doggy door in the garage like just so crazy and then like Stu and Billy I had the biggest crush on Stu Matthew Lillard I was like he is so hot with that blood on his fucking cream sweater oh. with fucking drool and spit falling oh, out of he his was, mouth yeah. while he's talking. Yeah. Like, oh, so hot. <laughs> See, I didn't love – he was, like, maniacal. Like, it was good. He yeah. was acting really great then. But I thought it was so good when he's, like, pretty much dying and he's on the phone with her and she's like, what's your motive? And he's like, you know, peer pressure. <laughs> like, it was so spot on and hysterical. And he's like, oh, my parents are going to be so upset. Yeah. I thought that humor was, like, really good. Yep. A lot of the lines he improved. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I feel like he's such a great actor. Yeah. The last thing I've seen him in was like a, an episode of Law and Order. Oh, really? And he plays such a different character than anything I've seen him in. It was fantastic. Wow. There's a show, Ooh. Bad Girl. Is it Bad Girls? Something like Good that. Good Girls? Good Girls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. Yeah, I've seen him in the first season show. of that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and then Billy, I don't know. Billy was kind of annoying sometimes. Like every time I watch it, I get so pissed off when he's like trying to pressure fucking Sydney mm-hmm. to have sex. I'm like, can you relax? Mm-hmm. Like chill out. And Joe's always like, I remember they're teenagers and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, go jerk no. off. He has like super like, I'm a good guy energy. Like I'm a good guy. So just do this for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like sweet and sensitive and emotionally supportive to get this yeah. thing. Not because I actually care. Yeah. There's definitely a motive behind uh-huh. it. And he also, he's like, maybe he's like too good looking or maybe he has like his eyes smolder too much. But every time I see him, I'm just like, you're like a poor man's Johnny Depp. Like, not to be rude, but I just feel like that's why he was cast. Like, oh, he yeah. kind of looks like this year's Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he, he's a really great looking guy. He oh, still he's super is. attractive. Yeah. But I could see what the. It's like a little too much of like the, the, the dreamy or something. Was, yeah. Oh, can I tell you? I already told you. What? But so when I was rewatching it on Monday. Yes. I don't know why I have this in my head, but I had it in my head that Dewey was the killer. Mm-hmm. So the whole time I'm rewatching it, I'm paying attention to Dewey and where he is. You're at. like, I'm on to you, bitch. Yes. <laughs> um, I just, I was a hundred percent sure that the twist at the end was that Dewey's the killer. I wonder why. Where did that, that come from? I don't know. Somebody help me out. <laughs> and then I was asking you, I was like, is he the killer in like later movies? But no. no. I was dead sure that uh, the whole thing is that Dewey is and mm-hmm. everyone's surprised because he killed the sister, blah, blah, blah. I don't know where I blocked it out that there was two killers, that it was the boys. Mm-hmm. I just thought it's so heavy handed that it's Billy, that it's not going to be Billy. Yeah. So you never 
thought it was like watching it this time. No. Really? I thought because they like introduced so many red herrings that I was just like, well, of course they're going to think it's him. Yeah. But I even thought when the first, no, it's not the first time you see Dewey, but when the first time Ghostface attacks Sydney in her house, she opens the front door and Dewey has the mask. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like here's, this is, you know. And from that point on, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Dewey's the killer. <laughs> but no, no, not him. No, maybe it was. You mentioned I was like maybe it was scary movie well, where I, yeah, and I told Michelle I was like, are you thinking of scary movie like Doofy? Like I don't remember what his premise was. I mean, obviously making fun of Dewey, but yeah, I don't know. Like maybe he was the killer. Maybe there was like a kill, a little kill scene that they joked with him or something. In my head, I it's picture perfect. Where it's almost like an un, um, the usual suspects type of a thing, where he's like this goofy, dumb guy the whole time, and then at the end, he's actually the mastermind killer. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's a different movie you're thinking of. And I think it must be scary movie. Because so I feel like I watched that another, a few like, times. Psychological cop movie. Mm, maybe I I pictured David Arquette's face so clearly in this. <laughs> hmm. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so. I had that thought in my That's head the so whole time funny. I was watching it. And then it was a twist for me. It was still a yeah, surprise. I love that. Yeah. You know what I love? Mm. So I'm always worried that someone's going to kill me and I try to have like a backup plan of like, you know. Yeah. I remember seeing this movie and when Net, well, Sydney had used her doors to like run into each other to like lock. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, brilliant. Uh huh. Fucking brilliant. And then also when she types into nine one one, is that a thing? I I guess it used to be a thing. I remember when I saw that, I was like, oh, thank God, that's another way I can yeah. use nine one one if I ever need to. Well, I was just like, God, the bedroom window. Why are you wasting time with this? Because what if he's out there? Well, you you could clearly see him behind her, like trying to get in at that point. Still, that's true. I do like the double door thing. You can do that on my bathroom if you ever need to. So. That is a backup plan. <laughs> I love that. Well, it's good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Um, have you ever seen any of the other screams? Probably, but not that I recall. Remember, yeah. Because I think I did watch also a lot of scary movies, and they're all just like combined in my head in. now. But yeah, I just I also wasn't like a big scream person, so I don't think I really actively sought them out. Mm-hmm. I, I liked I know what you did last summer. I think that came out like the same year ish. Yeah, I loved I know what you did last summer. A lot of people do not like it. I'm like it's fun. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was, it a was great summer movie. Yeah. And it was good and scary and jumpy. Another like stacked cast of just mm-hmm. little hotties. I want to be a 90s hottie. <laughs> Too late. They were also hot. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. I'm sure you were too if you actually looked back at pictures. Mm. Fun fact, mm. I actually met Nev Campbell briefly. Because oh. we went to Horicon and they had like a photo op with all of the girls from the craft. Fun. I should show you the picture because I'm like, why do I look like I'm sisters with them? Ooh. And Joe's on the edge and so he's always like, crop you can just out. crop me out. <laughs> And make it like a girl squad. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a good movie. The, the Craft. craft. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That and then have you ever seen Wild Things? Now we're just on a Nev Campbell kick. <sighs> Nev Campbell's great. I have, but I don't remember oh, a lot of it. Let's talk about Horn Dog. I just remember the scene of Nev and Denise. 
Mm-hmm. What was the premise of that movie? It's really actually like a great movie. So who kills who? It's just a lot of backstabbing and a lot of who's in cahoots with who, but like Kevin Bacon's in it. There's a murder. And then who actually murdered the person, mm-hmm. but they're all in cahoots with each other and stuff. But there's just so many fucking sex scenes or sexy yeah. scenes, let me say. Denise and Nev make out after like fighting in a pool and then they just start passionately making out. Yes, please. Matt Dillon, Nev Campbell, and Matt Denise Dillon. have a threesome oh that gets pretty graphic. Wow. Uh, Kevin, you can see Kevin Bacon's penis in a Real shower penis? scene. I think so. Me and my what? friend Marilyn paused it 500 times to get the right <laughs> clip. I'm not, I'm a horn dog, all right? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. That reminds me of a story, um, not to like take us on a different road, but <laughs> let's just keep going down. Speaking of like 90s, like hotties, Devin Sawa, like, yeah, he was, it was when he was younger, but I was also young too, so it wasn't perverted, but. Um, he was in Now and Then, and oh, there's yeah. a scene where they, like, take his clothes, and they run – the girls run away with it, so he comes out of the water, like, naked, and he has a towel around his waist mm-hmm. or something. And I think he, like, tries to bend down to grab something, and I would pause it to try to, like, see his fucking penis. Uh-huh. It's like, you're not going to see it, Sam. No. But I can't tell you how many times I tried to pause my VHS just to see his little – You didn't get to see it, though? His wiener. His wiener. His kid wiener, but I was also a kid, so don't make We it were weird. kids. We were all kids looking <laughs> at other kid wieners. Uh, I don't know why, but I we used to do that all the time. We also used to do it all the time with Red Dragon when Ray finds. that movie is. Oh, it's like, um, it's actually a prequel, I want to say, to Silent of the Lambs, or it, I think oh, it's a prequel. Oh, really? Red Dragon. Oh, wow. Um, It's with Ray Fiennes, but... He's like running up the stairs naked, and we were just like, "Can you see anything?" Yeah, how fun! <sighs> what little fucking perverts! <laughs> I feel like that was normal. I think so. <laughs> um, but anyway, Red Dragon's a great movie. Really? Yeah. I wonder. I'll have to see. Maybe I've seen it, but you it probably just doesn't have. sound familiar. Ed Norton is like the main detective character in it, and I had I used to have a huge crush on Ed Norton. <gasps> yeah, he's yeah. cute. Um, okay, let's get back to <laughs> Scream. So I asked this in the Instagram group, but were you ever Ghostface for Halloween? No, I've always no. wanted to be. Like, I always want to do, like, Joe and I were actually talking for this year. He was like, well, I'll be Ghostface and you can be KC, which is Drew Barrymore. Oh, Drew yeah. Drew Barrymore's character. But I'm like, I want to be Gail. And then Joe can mm. be, like, either Ghostface or Dewey. Yeah. Or a cameraman, whatever he wants to be. But I'm like, Gail Weathers would be so fun. I think that it's would like be good. like bring back that like layered frame haircut oh with my a few God. highlights and red lipstick and like a red suit. Get a nice blazer suit. Yeah. That's something you can easily pick up at Savers yeah, too. that's what I was thinking. I feel like any of those characters, you could get your whole outfit at Savers. Yeah. Did you ever dress up as Ghostface? Yes. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Um, just because we would, I don't know if you had one too, but we just had a Halloween costume, like, chest. Mm-hmm. And so my brother was Ghostface, like, three years in a row, but he would always get the next costume. Like, he was the original first, and then the next year he had, like, a glow-in-the-dark mask. Yes, and then the year, after, Yeah. And then the year after that, he had the bloody one. Mm-hmm. So he was just always That's Ghostface. Awesome. 
Um, but my mom was Ghostface too. She went to work as Ghostface once. Your mom? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! It was just, you would recycle Halloween costumes. I love that. Um, so yeah, I was Ghostface probably a few times. Mm-hmm. There was like a group of kids that I used to hang out with, and we would just say, "Hey, want to play Ghostface?" And no one dressed up, but there would just be one killer that would chase us, and we uh-huh. would just like run around screaming well, like we were in a horror movie. That's fun. Yeah. You should all try and get into a house with keys as you're being chased. Oh my God. That's my, do you do that sometimes where yeah. you act? Okay. All the time. <laughs> I'm like, am I the freak here? <laughs> no. Being in a horror movie must be so much fun. I oh also think about the stress that your brain probably goes under, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Or even to be cast as like the killer. Yeah. Not even, like, in, like, a slasher, I feel like it's a little easier, mm-hmm. but when you're cast in, like, one of these, like, biographical films where you're a fucking serial killer or something, mm-hmm. it's like, how do you even do that? Like, freaking what's-his-face as Ted Bundy, Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that seems very out of character for you. Yeah. Especially coming from, well, since he came from Disney, he's probably like, let me go to the other end yeah. of the spectrum and switch it up. Which I think they all have to do eventually yeah. to, like, break that character. What did Jake think of Scream? It's He loved Scream always. And then we rewatched it on Monday. And he's like, yeah, this is a little bit cheesier than I remember. But it is hysterical because the first time he watched it um, was with his great aunt Roz. Mm-hmm. And so I think she was, like, babysitting him or watching him for the afternoon. And he's just like, can we watch Scream? And she's like, yeah, sure, put on whatever you want. And he says that they were just sitting on the couch together. He's freaking out, jumping and stuff. She's just watching it as if she's watching like Antiques Roadshow. Like oh completely God. nonplussed, like could yeah. care less. And he said toward the end when it's like they're in the house, and they're all being chased around and stuff. I guess she was just like, uh, so is that the villain? Oh. And he was just like, yeah, the one that's been murdering everybody this whole movie. She's like, oh, okay. And that was it. And I was just like, that's hysterical. Because also I know Roz now is like a 90-year-old woman. I'm like, I feel like she would watch it now and be like, is that the villain? (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) I feel like in her day, it's like if the villain wasn't twirling a mustache and like robbing a train, who's the villain? (laughs) Who done it? Who done it? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, But that was his first experience with it. And I was like, that's hysterical. I love that. (laughs) Scared little bitch. Jumping on the couch. Oh, hold me, Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Hold me. That is the killer. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, pretty much Scream kind of revamped and made horror exciting again. Because I feel like in the 90s, even though 90s is my favorite decade of horror, um, a lot of people like were done with it and it was just. By the time you had all the Nightmares on Elm Street, the, mm-hmm. the few Halloweens and all of the Friday the 13th, people were just over it. But this really, like, kicked it into gear again. Yeah. I saw an article that said mm-hmm. that, that it, like, revitalized it. Yeah. So shout out to you, Wes Craven. Great job. Also, okay, so Scream 5 is coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In January. Yep. And Nev Campbell's coming back. Mm-hmm. Courtney Cox is coming back. David Arquette? David Arquette is coming back, yeah. That's it, right? That's the only mm-hmm. people that... Do they... So I'm assuming they live through all of them. Yes. So those three do... Spoiler um... alert. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that Scream 5. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? I just... Maybe they fucking got killed off in Scream 3. Well, you're I never going to watch. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'll watch this new Scream. Why not? How does the trailer look? 
the trailer looks good. They don't, they're not like, they didn't reveal a lot. Um, but some people are saying because that one of the opening scenes, there's an actress who is on her cell phone and then she's also getting a call on a landline. And so everyone's like, no one's going to have a landline these yeah. days. Yeah. But we don't really know what year it's going to take place. People are assuming it's going to be 2023. So they don't have to talk about COVID really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like 25 years after the original Scream. But it seems like Sydney comes back to help a girl who is being attacked. And I think her like sister ends up dying. Um, oh. But yeah, they have a like the the cast has been in a lot, like all of the young people, so I'm really excited to see it. It looked good. Yeah. I checked it out. Yep, and they go back to Stu's house. Like they show a clip <gasps> yeah. of where Sydney walks back into Stu's house, which is really exciting. Yep. I don't know. It looks good. I think it'll be good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes people expect a lot in a horror movie. Mm. Maybe I don't expect enough. (laughs) I I got low expectations. I I think it'll be good. And I'm sorry, but a lot of people, when they go back home to their parents, their parents still have landlines. Yeah. You know? There you go, Michelle. My mom still has a landline. Yeah. I feel like older people, they still keep both. Yeah. Just in case. You're right about that. Jake's parents still have a landline. Joe's parents still have a landline. Yeah. So Good point. They, yeah. they exist so still. So you think you know, but you don't know. <laughs> but you have no idea. But you have no idea. Real world. Um, but yeah, Screen 5 is going to be released January 14th of 2022. Fun. Isn't that crazy, 2022? Yeah. Anyways, let us know if you guys are going to check it out. Uh, to be honest, I, I thought that the trailer looked better than the Halloween Kills trailer. Is this also going to get me blasphemed? Don't mind me as I'm wiping the tear <laughs> rolling down my cheek. It was a lot. The I really liked the last, was it just called Halloween? Mm-hmm. The one that came out a year ago or mm-hmm. two. Loved it. I thought it was great. But this one is like all the action in the trailer. It's just like a lot. Well, they say like he's going on like a mass murder. Oh, shit. Like murdering yeah. spree. I did like the the Halloween masks in the trailer. So, I love those little guys. Yeah, from yeah. the season of The yep. Witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess people are upset because they're like, remove the firefighters. Why are you killing off firefighters? Like, don't disrespect them. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. Everyone is, it's a movie. Yeah. Like, no one's disrespecting the firefighters. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, also, what? We can't kill the. She's a teacher. Yeah, Teachers are like, heroes. It's a movie. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Joe told me that's that. And I was hysterical. Like, Please just stop. Just I don't reach, know that. reaching. <laughs> yeah, just fucking watch the movie, get your popcorn, and enjoy seeing Michael Myers for real. Um, and also our girl Kylie Richards in it. Kylie, Kyle, Kyle. We'll call her Kylie. <laughs> Goodbye, Kyle. Goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, and I loved going back to like the reunion real quick. I loved how they had to do like the little ad. That Kyle was going to oh, be in the movie. Yeah. I'm like, Coming hey, out. Go see it. She did a little shout out. She yeah. did her job. Yep, she did. She fulfilled that contract. Uh-huh. She got a new nose out of it, too, so. Yeah. Double win. It's a cute nose. It is. It's, it's a good nose job. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. This is the last side tangent, but so I just started watching Salt Lake City, Real Housewives. <laughs> yes. And the... I think New York and Beverly Hills obviously 
whoever they go to for their work, they have the best plastic surgeons. Mm. They look amazing. Like Luann is 60 something and she looks like she's 39. Luann from New York? Yeah. Really? You don't think so? 60 something? She's, yeah, she's in her 60s. She is not. I, I Damn, believe it. She looks and great. Ramona's about to be like 70. They all look ex- like great. Like the work that they get done is very good. Yeah. I was thinking as I was watching Salt Lake City that they do not have access to where the is best. Salt Lake City, Utah. So just saying. But anyway, her nose does look great. That's enough. That's enough Real Housewives for this episode. All right, nose jobs and Real Housewives. We're like we're gonna Only get here on Let's Not. <laughs> we're gonna bait you in with the scream topic, but we're just gonna talk, <laughs> we're gonna about-, talk about trash reality TV. <laughs> We got you, suckers. <laughs> okay. Should I talk about the real murder now? Yes. I I don't want to say I'm excited to hear this, yeah. but I, you know, for the, being a horror fan, I don't know if I knew that this was, is it based off or did it happen before or after the movie? So this happened before the movie okay. and it doesn't coincide really at all but kevin williamson who wrote the script for scream was watching like the news program where the story came on and he wrote it because of it so it was very specifically he was inspired by this serial spree murderer so even though none of the murders in scream kind of relate to it at all it was like what the murderer it was inspired yeah 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 just um because this man also uh, just terrorized a college town oh, for a few shit. days, you know? And so that's where he got the inspiration from. Okay, so trigger warning, there is going to be murder and rape coming up. So listener discretion is advised. Um, it does get graphic. So please, if you're not into that, just end it here. On August 24th, 1990, so this is like six years before the movie, mm-hmm. Danny Rawling slipped into the home of UF freshman Christina Powell and Sonia Larson. Um, He brutally stabbed and raped both students. And unfortunately, he was there with them like all night, even after they were passed. So he also defiled their bodies like after they were dead. Oh my gosh. Um, And he was really brutal in the fact that he also took pieces of body with him Like, what kind of pieces are we talking about? He took their nipples. (gasps) So, like, this guy was fucked up. He did that on August 24th. The very next night, before the bodies were even found, and so nobody was, like, on high alert, he slipped into the uh, dorm of... Well, he slipped into the apartment of Krista Hoyt and did the same thing, only he left her... This is... I always get... All right. So it's probably very unfortunate that this is a thing for me, but like all a lot of true crime stories like all kind of melt together and I sometimes confuse murderers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But every time I hear about this guy, because I've definitely read and heard podcasts about him before, this little tidbit is always like, okay, I remember this guy. So. Okay, you're covering your face. I'm I know. scared. So with Krista Holt's body, after he raped her and stabbed her and murdered her um he set up her body on the edge of her bed like sitting up but he cut off her head and he put her head on the bookcase pointing at it so like he had the head looking at the body and the body like looking at the head 
Oh my god. Um, which is a visual that is so frightening and haunting to me because I know this was a real human. Yeah. And that is just fucking sucks. <laughs> that's a bit, that's something I'm never going to get out of my brain no. now. And, and I usually think of like the scariest stuff. No. So this guy was like fucked up. So that was the first night. That was the second night. So he was just like on a spree. And the thing that's fucked about up about him, because also with Christina and Sonia on August 24th, he set their bodies up in like overtly sexual ways. He wanted to cause whoever found them injury as well. Yeah. Like he wanted to shock the shit out of whoever found these people. And when people, when like the police found Krista Hoyt the next day, you know, it's like a lot of stories where police were throwing up and stuff like you just wow. how do you ever unsee that mm -hmm. and this was the same campus the next night as mm -hmm. well okay well actually it was all in the same area um christina and sonia went to university of florida uh krista went to santa fe community college but it was all the same town so now everybody knows that these three people have just been brutally brutally horrendously murdered in this town. So people are on high alert now. Uh, almost, and this is right as everybody's coming into town for college, you know, wow. it's all, it's late August. Uh, hundreds upon thousands of kids just take the semester off. They either never sh like come or they immediately go back home because there's just a deranged lunatic wow. in this college town murdering people. So then on August 27th, the killer surfaces again at the home of two 23-year-old University of Florida students, Manuel Topada and Tracy Pauls. Manuel was actually like a former football player and he put up like a really big fight, but unfortunately both of them were overwhelmed, but neither body was like mutilated or messed with this time. Mm -hmm. And they don't know if it's because they put up such a fight and he ran out of time or if he got like so exhausted and just wanted to get the fuck out of there or what happened, but nothing thankfully, was done to the bodies. Oh. Um, so that all happened in three days. This, like, fucking bizarre spree of, like, a murder rampage. How did, do we know, like, how he killed, like, what was the main way that he killed these people? Like, was Stabbing. It, okay, so they just had, like, multiple stab wounds. Yeah, so he was a slasher. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, I feel like those are things you would see in horror movies where it's just so fucking far gone yeah. of positioning bodies and stuff like that, that I'm surprised that they didn't even include it in mm -hmm. Scream because it's, it's fucked up. Like, that's scary. Yeah. These poor fucking people. So now there's a huge manhunt. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on high alert. Nobody's going to fucking college this semester. Police have details everywhere. It is not even because of that that he gets caught. So Danny Rowling, who is... The man behind these murders. Mm -hmm. A month later, he's robbing a Winn Dixie, which I don't know what a Winn Dixie is, but I think it's like a grocery convenience store. Okay. And he gets nabbed. So he's in jail. So he's in jail for. Is it theft? Yeah. Okay. It's a theft. They have no idea that he's connected to these murders at all. Oh, shit. Um, and then, so in September is when he's caught doing the robbery at Winn Dixie. The next year, while he's in prison, they extract one of his teeth and run his DNA, and that's when he's connected to this, like, murder rampage months what? prior. Yeah. So he was in prison for, like, a year? 
Yeah. He was in prison because also going back to Danny's record, he had been in and out of prison his whole life. Mm-hmm. Robbery, arson, rape, Gosh. all these other things. But come to find out once, you know, once they find out he's connected to this rampage, obviously he has, he goes up for the death penalty. He gets it. He admits that it's not his first murder. What? Yeah. Back in November, 1989. So about a year before this uh, murder spree, he was fired from his job. And that same night, he broke into the home of 24-year-old Julie Grissom. Her 8-year-old nephew was there, Sean, and her 55-year-old father was there, Tom. And he murdered all of them. And he did the same thing with Julie's body that he did with, like, future female oh victims. Gosh. Like, he arranged it in a very provocative manner. And I'm pretty sure he also took body wow. parts. I don't I don't like calling them trophies. Yeah. I, but I don't... I don't know what the proper word is to call them anymore, but he was that type of a murderer where wow. he kept things. And also, like, Ed Gein did that too, right? Ed Gein would fucking take nipples and stuff to make belts with and shit. Oh my God. And also, he did a very Ted Bundy thing where he would bite people. And I think that's also how they found him. Oh. Um, oh, God. I just can't. So he did have that murder a year before where he murdered three people. Before that, somehow he shot his father in the head and stomach. What? And then just left. I couldn't find out if his father just didn't say it was him. His father survived. His father survived. His father survived. A shot to the head and Mm -hmm. stomach. But for some reason, Danny was never picked up or charged with that. He also, of course, Danny Rowling had a horrendous childhood. His father used to severely beat him and his brother He did have a lot of mental issues growing up. They think that he had schizophrenia from a young age. Uh, When he was picked up, he started talking about the crimes. He says that it was a different personality inside of him called Gemini that had done the crimes and that he had no wherewithal that it was happening and he wasn't aware of it and all this other stuff. But I think it got proven in court. It's like, well, if you didn't know what was happening, like, why did you position the bodies to further hurt even more people, mm-hmm. you know? Danny Rowling also, he would live in the woods a lot. Mm-hmm. He started doing it in his childhood to, like, escape his family home, but wow. he did it throughout his whole life where he would just post up in woods and like live there in like a campsite and stuff and then go into town like when the murders happened at the University of Florida with the last five murdered college kids he was living in the woods and he told them where his campsite was they went to the campsite and even though it was like almost a year later they found the knife they found everything there so it was 100% him what so and then also just to like he did get the death penalty. Mm-hmm. He was executed in 2006. But another thing with him, so a journalist and author reached out to him while he was in prison to like get his side of the story. What's her fucking name? Sandra London. Mm-hmm. And they end up getting married. Oh, what is wrong? I Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, I don't understand. Don't like it, not one bit. Why... <sighs> What is what are, what are these people thinking, Mm-mm. Michelle? Like they're romanticizing it and like ups- I don't get it. I really don't. And they wrote a book together called <gasps> The Making of a Serial Killer. 
you've got to be kidding no. me. No, like he was completely upfront and admitted to it. It's not even, sometimes I understand when you actually believe the person is innocent and people are unjustly convicted yeah. all the time. I get that. Sure. But this man is claiming that he did do this and you're going to marry him. It's like all the groupies that Ted Bundy had and yeah. stuff. I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't love it. Yeah, so this dude happened to society. God, I'm just like, I just, I'm stuck on how this woman wanted to. I just want to Google, why are women attracted to serial yeah. killers? You always ask me, how do you get a boner for this exactly. person? <laughs> you, and by the way, uh-huh. there was someone who said that. I was oh. watching a show and someone used that as an example. And they're like, how do you get a boner with a person like that? And I'm like, thank you. That's what <laughs> I say you. all the time. That's what I say about everybody. so my thing with him is if he was camping out in forests and woods all the time and people go missing from forests and woods all the time Mm -hmm. who's to say that he well i feel like since he was talking toward the end he would have mentioned it but maybe not he He probably wanted to kill more people he likes keeping he liked keeping stuff for his little sick self so he probably kept kept something yeah yeah, just to get off on it so gross. Like, I'll, I'll give you a few breadcrumbs, but you're not getting the whole loaf. Mm-hmm. And he also did the thing that Ted Bundy did where it's like he would sexually assault and rape women that looked like his ex-wife. I don't think I knew that Ted Bundy had, he had an ex-wife. He didn't have an ex-wife, but he had like a girlfriend in like college a- that scorned him, kind of. And then all of, most uh, of the, okay. the women that he went after were like long, brown hair, parted in the middle. Um, and then same with James D'Angelo, the Golden State Killer. Oh, really? He didn't target people like that, but his first few crimes, he would he would mention Bonnie, and he'd be like, "Bonnie, why'd you do this and stuff?" Oh my god! And then when they caught him finally, like he was engaged to a woman named Bonnie. Not that that is a um, springboard to it, but mm-hmm. I mean, these people are fucking monsters. They were going to do it, however. But there's such like a vitriol toward women that it's like you look like this fucking bitch like now I'm going to hurt you I just it just it's so gross to me I don't understand why there's not some kind of like mental health check or something to where I I mean it's like it's shit now anyway so how could they even regulate something but it's like is it outrageous to be like everyone needs to go in for like a mental health check each year to make sure you're not obviously a killer but I don't know. It's just no because you're sh- like you got to get your car checked on. Yeah, like why isn't it a thing? Like you're a human being. Like how can we? Just how you mentioned a few episodes back. Like oh, it's a honor that we're abiding by. That like you're gonna be a good human. Not yeah, yeah, human, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just just a little inspection. Yeah. Well, I think the the hope is is that you live in a community, you have family, you have friends that are that would see that, you yeah. know. I mean, this guy was out living in the woods, but I'm sure that his family. Think of every other killer out living in the woods. Oh, I don't trust it. Uh, fucking Brian Landry, laundry. Oh my gosh! And you heard how they came out like she was strangled yeah. to death. When are they gonna find that motherfucker? I don't know. The last update that I heard was that I don't know if we talked about. Dog the Bounty Hunter came yeah, in. Yeah. But I guess he was, like, on a lead and he's been talking to the FBI. I don't know. Oh, okay. In this day and age, I would assume that you would be found in two seconds. You would. But, I mean, with Brian, like, that is his lifestyle of, oh, like, yeah, yeah. being in nature. Off the, grid. off the grid. Like, he hated 
phones. He hated like entertainment. Just, I don't know. Um, I did watch a video on YouTube. It was a really great video. The creator, her channel is uh, Swoop. She did like a whole timeline of the Gabby Petito case and like just all sorts of stuff. And she pointed out like new evidence that they, that everyone has found and just like new different red flags that Brian gave off. And like, mm. I don't, it was really well done. So if you get a chance to watch it, maybe if you haven't caught up on the whole story of it, um, she did a really good video on it. Okay. I'll have to check yeah. that out. But that's it. That's all of our scream talk. New scream coming out. We'll new see y'all there. Coming out, Halloween coming out. Are you going to watch that? Yeah, we're going. This weekend? Mm -hmm. Nice. And it's nice, too, because you can go in the theater and watch it, or you can watch it on Peacock. You can stay at home and watch oh, it. Oh, shit. Which, yeah. Oh. Which a lot of people are mad because, Why? so it was supposed to be released last year during COVID, and they were like, we want the fans to be in the theaters, so we're going to hold it off another year, mm -hmm. which, ka-ching, ka-ching, all right, so then now they're like, well, we're going to offer it at home, too. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you do that? Which I'm fine. It, I don't care, but I'm yeah, just saying yeah. what, the, what some of the fans are saying. What um, other people are saying. What other people are saying. But yeah, I'm going to go to the theater to watch it, and I'm going to mm -hmm. watch it at home, too. Oh, fun. But the first time that I see it, I definitely want it to be on the big yes. screen. Um, is Candyman at home yet or no? Um, I have no idea. Um. Because that was my thing. It's like we watched that in theaters, and then I was immediately like, I want to be able to watch You're this at home again. It, yeah. But I don't think it's available. Also, it was really bizarre because while we were watching that, I seriously like got up. Well, no, I held deep. it. No, no, no. Oh. I held, I had to pee real bad, but I held it. But at one point, I literally thought, I'll just pause it and I'll go to the bathroom at the movie theater until I was just like, I'm at a movie oh. theater. <laughs> I can't pause this to go to the I bathroom. Can't do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what if you could? That would be nice. I mean, there was only, like, five people in the movie yeah. theater. Imagine if I was just like, can we all, like, um... Take a break. Yeah, take yeah. a pee break. We all good with that right now? Or what if they cut... What if they... You know, I do like a good intermission, though. Like, mm. I love going to an event. I used to go to Mannheim Steamroller, which is, like, um, an orchestra band, kind of, like the other big one that people know for Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, but like, that was my favorite thing. You go to the event and they're like, the light, mm -hmm. house lights come on. Mm -hmm. It's like intermission time. Go to the bathroom, pretty up again. Grab a little wine and sit back. Yes. It's like, it's nice. Why wouldn't they do that in Portugal? They should do yes. it again. Because also it's like. People, it's like people will buy more yep. drinks, yep. more snacks. Yep. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. It's only going to benefit you. Yeah, I would love a good intermission. Especially now because, like, movies run. Oh if it's God. not two hours, you feel like you're getting... Like, they're all two hours plus. Yes. It's crazy. Like, we can't even record for an hour before both of us have to go pee. I know. And do you know how stressed <laughs> I get going to the theater and having to plan my bathroom breaks? Like, Ugh. I'm like, Greg, I'll walk down the stairs. I'm being loud. Everyone's <laughs> hearing me. I'm fucking wheezing. Like, I uh -huh. have to hold my breath so people... Not that they can really hear me, but... yeah. You know. No, I know what you mean. You're just like, oh, great. Here I am going. Yeah. And it's like, i got to keep my eyes bulged open because what if I miss the row that I'm in and I sit <laughs> by someone else? <laughs> no. Um, all right. So pro intermissions. Yes. We're very, very pro intermission. Definitely. Here at Let's Not. Yep. So maybe we'll include intermissions on the next episode for you guys. <laughs> well, they can take us wherever they're going. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's not. 
these let's nots are becoming harder and harder each week. Well, you only have one, so. Let's not be blinded by good looks of a person because they just might be the killer, which they usually are. Mm-hmm. And they really? just had sex with you. Yeah. That's what I would be upset about. I believe <laughs> you dirty motherfucker. You did me fucking dirty. You really just did that to me? The nerve. Ugh. Now that's scary. Disgusting. Yeah. Let's not assume you know who the killer is throughout a whole movie. <laughs> As Michelle has show, shown us that. Actually, you know what? It was probably for the best because then there was like so. a twist surprise for me yeah. at the end. Okay. We will catch you next week with a whole nother episode of Frights. We love you. We love you. Stay safe. And have a great week. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com.